Mark 14. It was now two days before the feast of the Passover and the unleavened bread, and the chief priests and the teachers of the law were trying to determine how they could capture him using deception and kill him. They said, not during the feast, because there might be a riot with the people. While he was at Bethany, in the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at the table, a woman came with an alabaster jar of expensive perfume. She broke the jar and poured it over Jesus' head. But there were some who were outraged and said, Why has this perfume been wasted? It could have been sold for more than a year's pay and given to the poor. So they grumbled against her. But Jesus said, Leave her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has done a good thing for me. For you will always have the poor with you. And whenever you want to, you can do good for them. But you will not always have me. She has done what she could. She has anointed my body beforehand for my burial. Most certainly I tell you, wherever this good news is preached throughout the whole world, what this woman has done will also be spoken as a memorial of her. Judas Iscariot, who was one of the twelve, went to the chief priests so that he could hand him over to them. When they heard it, they were glad and promised to give him money. He plotted how he might conveniently hand him over. On the first day of unleavened bread, when they sacrificed the Passover, his disciples asked him, Where do you want us to go to prepare so that you may eat the Passover? He sent two of his disciples and told them, Go into the city and there will be a man carrying a pitcher of water who will meet you. Follow him. And whatever house he enters, tell the master of that house, the teacher says, Where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large upper room, furnished and ready. Get ready for us there. His disciples went to the city and found things just as he had told them, and they prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he came with the twelve. As they sat and were eating, Jesus said, Most certainly I tell you, one of you will betray me, one who eats here with me. They were saddened, and one by one they asked, It's not me, is it? He answered them, It is one of the twelve, he who dips with me in the dish. For the Son of Man goes, even as it is written about him, but how terrible it will be for the man who betrays the Son of Man. It would be better for him if he had not been born. As they were eating, Jesus took bread, and after he blessed it, he broke it, gave it to them, saying, Take, eat, this is my body. He took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and they all drank of it. He said to them, This is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for many. Most certainly I tell you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine, until the day when I drink it again in God's kingdom. When they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Jesus said to them, All of you will be made to stumble because of me tonight. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered, as it says in Zechariah. However, after I am raised up, I will go before you into Galilee. But Peter said to him, Although everyone else will fall away, I will not. Jesus said to him, Most certainly I tell you, that today, before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. But he reiterated all the more, If I must die with you, I will not deny you. They all said the same thing. They came to a place called Gethsemane. He said to his disciples, Sit here while I pray. He took with him Peter, James, and John, and began to be greatly troubled and upset. He said to them, My soul is extremely distressed, even to the point of death. Stay here and watch. He went forward a little and fell on the ground and prayed that, if it were possible, the hour would pass away from him. He said, Abba, Father, all things are possible with you. Please remove this cup from me. However, not what I desire, but what you desire. 
He came and found them sleeping and said to Peter, Simon, are you sleeping? Couldn't you watch for one hour? Watch and pray so that you won't enter into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, he went away and prayed, saying the same words. Again, he returned and found them sleeping, for their eyes were very heavy and they didn't know how to answer him. He came the third time and said to them, You continue to sleep on now and rest? It is enough. The hour has come. Look, the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up, let's be going. Look, he who betrays me is here. Immediately, while he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, came, and with him a crowd with swords and clubs from the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the leaders. Now the betrayer had given them a sign, saying, Whoever I greet with a kiss, that is the one. Seize him and lead him away safely. When he had come, immediately he came to Jesus and said, Rabbi, Rabbi, and kissed him. They grabbed him with their hands and captured him. But one of those who stood by pulled out his sword and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. Jesus answered them, Have you come out against me like you would a robber with swords and clubs to capture me? Every day I was with you in the temple teaching, and you didn't arrest me. But this is happening so that the scriptures will be fulfilled. The disciples all left him and ran. A young man who followed Jesus wore only a linen cloth over his body. The crowd grabbed him, but the young man left the linen cloth and fled from them naked. They took Jesus away to the high priest. All the chief priests, the leaders, and the teachers of the law came together with him. Peter followed him from a distance until he came into the courtyard of the high priest. He was sitting with the officers warming himself in the light of the fire. Now the chief priests and the whole council looked for witnesses against Jesus to put him to death, but found none. For many gave false witness against him, but their testimonies didn't agree with each other. Some stood up and gave false testimony against him, saying, We heard him say, I will destroy this temple that is made with hands, and in three days I will build another made without hands. Even so, their testimony didn't agree. The high priest stood up in the middle and asked Jesus, Have you nothing to say? What about these things they testify against you? But Jesus stayed quiet and didn't say a word. Again, the high priest asked him, Are you the Christ, the Son of the Blessed? Jesus said, I am. You will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of the sky. The high priest tore his clothes and said, What further need do we have for witnesses? You have heard this blasphemy. What do you think? They all condemned him to be worthy of death. Some people began to spit on him and cover his face and beat him with their fists and tell him, Prophesy! The officers struck him with the palms of their hands. As Peter was in the courtyard, one of the maids of the high priest came, and seeing Peter warming himself, she looked at him and said, You were also with the Nazarene Jesus. But he denied it, saying, I don't know him or understand what you are talking about. He went out on the porch, and the rooster crowed. The maid saw him and began again to tell those who stood by, This is one of them. But he again denied it. After a little while, again, those who stood by said to Peter, You truly are one of them, for you are Galilean, and your accent proves it. But Peter began to curse and swore, I don't know this man that you are speaking about. The rooster crowed the second time. Peter remembered the word, how Jesus told him, Before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. When he remembered it, he wept.